I had to be there. I had <laughs> to be there. That's a longer song than I thought it was. Good tune, though. He does jam it out for quite a while. You know what it is and why it's so good. It's a two-chord jam. Is it really? Oh, yeah. All the best songs out there are two-chord to three-chord jams, but I'm a huge fan of the classic two-chord jam. All it just There's a groove, and when you just sit in that little pocket there and let it just, you know what I mean, just fester and grow and bake, whatever you want it to do, two-chord wow. jam. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means, but man, that's a great tune. You know what it is? That album, so many overlooked songs. So many overlooked songs. Well, I'm really digging this concept of yours, our Artist Appreciation Month here. I almost think we should pick either an artist or a decade, you know, each month and fo- you know, kind of focus in oh. on uh, a style. Oh, I'm, I'm one step ahead of you. Oh, you've Frank, already picked the months? I hope so, man. <laughs> Frank, I don't know about you, but I've been feeling a little heavy these days. Next month, we're getting the let out. Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> you gotta get that let out oh, once a year, God. baby. Oh, my God. I'm so jacked for <laughs> Frank, May. when oh, was my the last God. time you got the let out? Oh, I, you know, it's been a while. I have led on vinyl <clears throat> uh, a couple albums, wow. actually, in... Led Zeppelin on vinyl is the way to listen to it, man. I'm telling you. The, it, the radio speeds it up. There's something missing with the depth of sound when you're doing digital. Uh, you could just tell guys like Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, these classic rockers in the 70s, they were really honing in on the craft of building sound on these albums, man. And you got to listen to it in its genuine form to really, really appreciate it, I feel like. I don't think I ever did. Oh, I have done a... a- I forgot what album Led Zeppelin, but I, you're Pink Floyd. Gotta listen to it on Biden. There's something, there, yeah, there is just something when you put the needle down and you're hearing the crackling sound and it just slowly leads into Dark Side of the Moon. It's yes. meant to be played that way. For sure. Otherwise, it's just silence. <laughs> That's you, right. You, the, the crackle like builds the anticipation. Yes, there's something about yeah. that crackle, man. You gotta have it. I'm telling you, it's uh, it's crucial. So, yeah. you know, they don't really make them like they used to. No doubt. The last album I bought on vinyl, I discussed it on the show back in December. It was uh, the new Taylor Swift album. I got it for Emma for Christmas. That's right. And uh, I think that album broke my record player. Something happened, the record player doesn't work anymore. So I'm blaming Taylor Swift. You must have a straight record player. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this gay shit? It did something. <laughs> it's either that or one of the cats went and like sat on it and uh, threw yeah. the whole gizmo out of whack. And, you know, I don't really want to go get it fixed. It's kind of an older uh, player. I think I'm just going to go, you know, get a, like, a real deal newer kind of machine so I can really dish out some uh dish out some sound, my man. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <do> right. <laughs> that's uh <laughs> that's what I wanna do if I have free time to do it. Uh I usually don't have free time, so you know. Having a record player and being a record listening hobbyist, I think is kind of a thing for the guys in their twenties. The college age fella. Yeah, or lady. Guys with time and guys with patience. You got some time to sit on the beanbag chair and listen to some tunes, right? The headphones on. Yeah, yeah you throw the headphones on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, beanbag chair, man. I haven't sat in one forever. No? Been a while? Yeah. That's how you know you're old. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Great oldies. Uh, I encourage everyone to get down with the beanbag chair. Uh, and with the record player, uh, it's a good time. Um, speaking of good times and getting back to classics, and you know what, maybe even modernizing classics, uh, they're bringing out a new live-action Little Mermaid. I'm sure you've heard about it. Highly controversial. Uh, they cast a uh, young lady. She's black. 
She's Ariel. Everyone's... What is live action? L- well, live action is real people uh, being filmed rather than, you know, it's a cartoon, right? <clears throat> oh, but it's not a play? No, no, no. This is like a film. I think they just call it live action to like. <laughs> so it's just a regular movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why do they keep calling it live action? I don't know. It's going to be heavy C- CGI. You know, it's people dancing in front of uh, green screens, I can only assume. Uh, and I know the right wing uh, podcasters and media folk went, you know, absolutely bonkers over the debut of this trailer of the chick and you know oh my god she's not white all this stuff uh i really could care less but um what i'm finding very funny about our new woke era is it doesn't end with changing the dynamics we're going even further uh we have to erase lyrics and change things because they of course are offensive a disney are they gonna change 20 to plenty action remake <laughs> With some lyric updates too. It don't take a word, not a single word. Go on and kiss the girl. Changes to the Little Mermaid <laughs> songs, Kiss the Girl and Poor Unfortunate Souls. Poor Unfortunate Souls. Making a splash on social media. She's a freaking mermaid. That's Link Lauren, who's concerned the new movie will be too watered down. If Disney is going for female empowerment and all of these inclusive stories about consent, write some new movies. Don't rewrite the past. Alan Menken, who wrote the music for the original animated Little Mermaid and is working on the live-action remake, told Vanity Fair about the changes, saying Kiss the Girl lyrics are changing because of the sensitivity around the idea of consent, with concerns the original lyrics could suggest Prince Eric forced himself onto Ariel. <laughs> and oh, God! This... also changing to prevent <laughs> young girls from feeling like they shouldn't speak out of turn. We reached out to Disney and Menken for comment, but did not hear back. In order to get audiences to kind of come to the table, not only fans of the movie from 1989, but new audiences, they wanted to give the proper message to young women. And the revamped lyrics are just one of the updates audiences will see when the movie premieres next month. There's a lot of updated references here. We've got a more diverse cast, change in lyrics. So a lot of things are kind of modernized. Pretty sure the the crab was black in the movie. (laughs) Maybe it's cold outside. Why would I wear this hat? (laughs) I feel like rewriting books. Right near the beach, boy. (laughs) Rewriting movies and rewriting songs really undermines the intelligence of the general population because people honestly can handle nuance. It's okay to have difficult conversations around these topics. But for some, there's value in keeping the old while also making something new. I don't think for the majority that people are going to hate this and the people are going to think that it's going to change the movie. In fact, I think this is only going to kind of enhance Uh, the Exhibit A, Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear movie. Yes, exactly. Ex- exhibit B, Cumberfuggets movie where you travel through time and space. Yeah, do you need more exhibits, Disney? Actually, just go to Disney Plus. The entire catalog is failing. <laughs> go check that out. It's not worth to subscribe to whatsoever. Their content is garbage they just announced they're gonna do three more star wars based around the total failure that was the previous three no but this is gonna be great because it's gonna be a, a mexican chick <laughs> she's, she's she's gonna direct it <laughs> you know what's gonna happen they're just gonna bring in more lesbians. oh no she's not mexican she's indian more lesbians and the indian chick yes it's gonna be oh yeah so indian diverse. lesbians yes. i can't wait <laughs> nothing like curry fish Like, come on, you already shot this film in the foot by doing this, you know, race flipping for the character, which, by the way, even biologically, I think it doesn't make sense. This was debunked online and all this stuff. Like, uh, if you lived underwater, your skin would actually be, right? Because you would be deprived of sunlight. It doesn't, Frank, of course this doesn't make sense. She's a mermaid. (laughs) There is no black mermaids and white mermaids and Asian mermaids. There's no mermaids. (laughs) The mermaid is whatever the fucking asshole who wrote the story thought it was. 
Mermaid, black mermaid. So funny, dude. I fucking love it. I, they couldn't stop at that. You mean now to tell they- me there's so many mermaids in the world that some of them migrated to the north where their skin lost color, and some of them stayed around the equator where they stayed darker. I like the idea of there being like Irish mermaids. You know, the mermaids from the UK, they got funky teeth. Uh, you got the <laughs> Japanese mermaids and the various different types of different Asian mermaids. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's go all in. Whatever races everybody, are on- Everybody knows nobody works harder than those Filipino mermaids. <laughs> and if you want a hand job, you go to the Korean mermaids, man. Everybody oh, knows this. Come on, dude. They're the cheapest. <laughs> hand job for two snail shells. <laughs> like, if they're going to do this, then they. I hope they go all in. Give me the full breadth of culture that is the mermaid land. Make it exactly the same on- you know the uh, the dry side uh, of the planet, right? Sure. Yeah, I guess that's. Well, I'm well, cool with that. But now you've got <laughs> you're the, taking the, away the, the lyrics. The story is she falls in love with the uh, the guy, right? Who falls off the boat. Yeah, and he's gonna be a sailor from like 1700s Britain. Did you see the picture uh, of him? We're going to make him Cuban? <laughs> no, they made him. <laughs> Dude, he's a white. He looks exactly like the character from the cartoon. He's this like incredibly generic looking Disney white dude. Oh, nice. So they kept some of it real. Yes. No, they had to shock the people on the right. They had to piss off Ben Shapiro and company. So they made Ariel black, but then everything is the same, except now they changed the lyrics because they might be a little rapey. All right. See what I'm saying? (sighs) Disney's done. Oh, it's toast. Can't you, can't you just make another story? That's the problem. Just make another movie. Yes. But they can't because all their new movies fail because nobody wants to see this shit. <laughs> That's right. You know? <laughs> I love that they're going to take away and go on and kiss the girl. I remember, and I'm, I think women love that song and love that scene yes. in the movie. Like... It's women want to be pursued. Yes. Do you see what they're doing here? Women just don't. They they do not want to be pursued by every man. They just want to be pursued by certain men. But now you can want to be pursued. You can definitely see where this story's gonna go. They're gonna flip the script, and she's gonna pursue him, and but she's gonna be a sing. You know, a single strong female woman, right? Oh yeah, get pregnant and then dump him. (laughs) <laughs> raise raise the mermaid alone you almost get the feeling that the original concept was she falls for a chick right they have like a whole lesbian story oh they should have done lesbian they sh- yeah right just go all in man yeah. don't jerk us around with oh, this oh you guys really cliche. missed the boat get that Asian bitch from the fucking everything is everywhere movie yes good call they they missed the Asian train, I guess. You know, dude. Asian lover, black mermaid. <laughs> it's perfect. She's out there hunting whales. <clears throat> oh, this movie is mermaid. this movie is yeah. going to bomb, dude. It's going to be crap. I went and saw, I think, Aladdin in the theaters. Uh, that was Emma and I both agreed we were done seeing any of these remakes. What? I liked Aladdin. We were done after that. Uh, I just saw it the other day, dude. I thought they did Aladdin real good. I think it was too long. Everything's too long. Yeah, Everything for me is length. Long. That's why I'm the next. We're gonna go see Mario Brothers. It's ninety-two minutes. I can't wait to see Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers. Excuse <laughs> my language, folks on the East Coast. Our East Coast f- friends. Just kidding, you idiots. It's Mario. It'll always be Mario. Mario. Uh, Mario. That was. Yeah, I could pull it up if you guys want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> you know the problem with the you know the problem with Aladdin was, the, the genius it, it has to steal the show. It just Will Smith couldn't be the genie, especially when you have Robin Williams. Yeah, that. that's you know. Yes, yeah, Robin Williams is the genie, and there's yeah. something with Will Smith, man. He's not like yeah. funny, really. Has he ever you know, actually just, been funny? I, I was just thinking, we don't have anybody right now, really, anymore. Like, we had Robin Williams. We had Jim Carrey. We had all these guys back in the day that were, like, wild and funny. You know, yeah, like Chris Farley. Yeah, man. Yes. We had, you know what I mean? We don't have anybody like that now. 
You're right. Everybody's kind of... Uh, That's why SNL sucks. But there's not a lot of slapsticky humorists out there anymore. I guess. Yeah. I guess Adam uh, Carolla's doing it. No, uh, the other Adam. Sandler? Adam Sandler, yeah. Is he back on yeah. tour doing his... Stand-up no, no, stuff. I'm saying in the movies and acting, he's kind of like the last one that's like, oh, doing goofy characters. Like, you see Murder, Murder Mystery too. I haven't seen it yet. No, is it out on Netflix? Yeah, pretty good, man. I mean, I liked it. It I, is what it is. Yeah, I want to check it out. I actually, uh, I dig. I'm a fan of Adam Sandler. I like what he's done. He's the only one who's kept it real and the same throughout time. Yeah, he, he just makes these. Yeah. Stupid, silly, watchable flicks. Uh, I think he was genius with signing that contract with Netflix, man. Oh, yeah. Now they're just pumping out movies. It's, it's great. It's fantastic. And he, what's great. he care? Uh, his mu- movies obviously are vacation experiences for him and his family and friends. You know, he books a vacation resort spot and they do a uh, romantic comedy with him and Jennifer Aniston. You're totally right, dude. They go to Africa Safari. <laughs> and they. <laughs> Right? And then Rob Schneider's there, all his buddies show up for cameos, everybody cuts a check, (laughs) and uh, has a vacation, and then they go home. It's a genius concept, man. He did it right. Dude. He signed... Okay. Adam Sandler was worth $420 million, and then he signed a four movie deal with netflix for 250 million (laughs) wow man this guy's gonna be a billionaire oh yeah that's incredible yeah well well played adam sandler absolutely man i didn't even know this but he uh dude after so he made billy madison after he got kicked off of snl that's right he made it on a 10 million dollar budget and then made 26 million dollars with it Wow. And then he started then his little empire. Started his, That's what started uh, Happy Madison. Yeah, man. That's his, uh, his little company he's got. Oh, you yeah. got to give it to the guy. And he's another one. I know we bring this up about all these guys. Never heard of me too. Never Nothing. heard this guy's, a, this guy's a prick to work for. This yes. guy stiffed me on money. Or, you know what I mean? Stole the... Never a bad word. You're you right know? on the money, man. We've He's... He, kind he was of on a... SNL in the <laughs> 90s, 30 years ago. This guy's been in the biz 30 years, never heard anything. And he was kind of purged. I believe they, you know, in one fell swoop, got rid of him and Schneider and the whole gang, David Spade. They, like, got rid of their stand-up comics and brought in these theater people, and that's kind of what SNL turned into after their crew. You got... Uh, Molly Shannon and Will Ferrell and all these people and uh, they were more theater-esque folk and then uh, now look at the weirdos they got on SNL. Can't even watch it. Unwatchable, some would say. Oh. The minute you hired Pete Davidson, it was over. (laughs) No, he's gone, man. Which, by the way, it's funny you brought that up. I saw some blurb about him it was like a uh, segment they did on Today or something like that, and uh, it you know it was about Pete Davidson's dating life being misconstrued by the uh, general public and how he's going to set the record straight and uh, the kind of guy he is. Are people still talking about his? Da- I-, I haven't heard anything about him. Well, that's anybody. what's funny. I when I saw the little clip, I didn't watch it, but I was just like, "Wow, I forgot that guy existed." So did everybody else. That's why he wants to come back and remind you yeah. about the popular woman he fucked. He's like, remember all these chicks I fucked? Everybody liked to talk about my energy. Remember my big dick energy? It was <laughs> Look a thing. Look at all these talented people I had sex with. No, I have no talent, but it, <laughs> fucking these people got me on a TV show. I think I feel a lot better knowing <laughs> Pete Davidson and the concept of big dick energy has left the uh, playing field here and everyone's moved on to something better. Kind of happy about that, actually. Big dick energy, Pete Davidson. He had drug user energy. That's the energy he had. That is the. (laughs) That guy uses lots of drugs. See that energy that that guy's giving off? That's cocaine energy, man. That nonchalant, I don't even care about bitches energy. That's because all he cares about is drugs. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what you're picking up. Yeah. On. Dude, chicks love losers. agree more and when it comes to sob stories and losers nobody reminds me more of those two things than aoc when you've heard the news this afternoon a couple hours ago what did you think they're uh interviewing aoc about uh i guess this judge in texas is now blocking the manufacturing of these abortion pills and this happened over the weekend. It was breaking news. And now a- I, I, you know what? I AOJ say this is outraged. I, I say this to both sides, to everybody. Why do you care so much? Listen, if you want to ban it in your state, ban it in your state. If the people in California want to have abortions, medical abortions, drug abortions, let them do it. Right? Yeah, man. I... I believe, as we all should, because that's what this country is kind of founded on, is you know, vote on what you yes. want. And if everybody agrees on it, or the general majority, then that should be, that shall be the rule of the land in which you live, up to its borders. And then on the other side of that border, uh, in that other state, those people, the majority there, you know, they may vote a little differently. But that's why they live there and they don't live on your side. So what's it to you? Enjoy what you got. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, that's why I don't understand Gavin Newsom doing his campaign for democracy tour, going to red states to teach people in red states, you know, those idiots who don't know nothing, right? He's going to show them, hey, look, stupid, this is how we do things in my state where <laughs> I drive out all the business and welcome in all the crime. See, this is what we want for you. Vote for me no, for president. Just- I have no, listen, California, if you want to spend the taxpayer money shipping people from other states into your state just for a state uh, uh, paid for abortion, fine. You guys have every right to do it, you know? Well, here's my question, actually. AOC, what district are you from? Is it in Texas? That's, yeah, that's a great call. Why are we asking your fucking opinion about what Texas is doing? Shut up. If it is in Texas, then I got a couple questions about the border. (laughs) Yeah, well. How good is your district right now, AOCHE? How's the crime rate there? Yeah, a lot of businesses moving in. Yes, that's right, man. <laughs> How's everybody doing in New York right now, AOCHE? How are the homeless? Oh, dude, you have to see this homeless guy. I've been trying to snap a picture. This, dude, we need to hire this guy as like a structural engineer in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know... I'm not even joking, dude. The, half of our building... Uh, dude, I know none of our bridges are being held up as strong as this guy's fucking home that he built. <laughs> it is fucking genius, dude. Yeah. What's he, he going on He bunkered himself here? up, bro. Dude, he's, he's right on Lakeshore Drive. Oh, he's got... He is he's, like on the, he's like on Robert. this, like... Dude, it's like this fresh cut, like, area of grass. There's nobody around him. This guy's got prime real estate, bro. We should, uh, he looks... take a look on Craigslist, see if he's renting out a room. I'm, I'm thinking about it, dude. If they had a parking <laughs> spot, I'd be there. I swear to God. This, guy, this guy's waking up and just eating, drinking coffee, looking out at the beach. Fucking lake. This guy's got lakefront property, dude. And they just gave it to him? That's, that's it? <laughs> Not only that, they just planted, like, flowers. All He's got tulips coming up around him. This guy's fucking living it up. Yeah, the city has the landscapers come by and do his lawn. I love it, man. Oh, no, yeah, they move his tent, cut the grass, move it back. <laughs> it's great. No, they can't move this tent, dude. So this thing started as a tent, right? <laughs> and then he started collecting milk crates. Wow. All right. He started taking milk crates. What the fuck are you doing with milk crates? Yeah. Puts a garbage bag in the milk crate, fill it up with sand. Wow. And then you stack them. About four or five high. Sand bricks. Wow, man. Start building walls. He built walls with these fucking... (laughs) Around his tent. And then eventually put like a roof over it with some plywood. 
Wow. And a tarp. Dude, this guy's got himself, I swear to God, it's got to be a bulletproof fucking shanty. <laughs> There's a reason you use sandbags in the military, dude. It's fucking bulletproof. <laughs> you can't even move this guy out of there if you wanted to. What are you going to come in with? You got to come in with a fucking tank. <laughs> this guy built himself a fucking bunker on Lakeshore Drive, dude. And it's huge. Dude, I'm, it's like 80 square feet, dude. This guy's got more real estate than half these studios. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> oh my god chicago you guys need batman you need a batman i'm telling you someone's gotta clean up this place it's so funny it's man. full on gotham city it's unreal <laughs> this guy's gonna turn into some sort of super villain man you gotta watch out i'm telling you wait wait till he digs deep enough to get into the sewers <laughs> He's going to put that hallucinogenic in our water supply. I've seen this before. This guy's the scarecrow. Everybody be frightened. <laughs> Dude, I swear, you, I got, I, I'm trying to take a picture. It's genius location, too, because it's <laughs> so hard to get to. <laughs> and there's so few cops now, and they have so much insane crime to deal with that that's just something they got to let go. They, they don't have the uh, time to deal no, with dude. this guy. It's so, it's so bad. I got sent out to the suburbs the other day, and like, I literally have to like tell myself, "You're not in the city," because <laughs> I don't even stop at stop signs anymore. I fucking like, I mean, I slow down. Oh yeah, sure. But it's like, dude, my my like California roll has just become a fucking. You're blowing that stop sign. You're in. <laughs> you're not, yeah. You're not rolling it. You're, you're blowing. Like I'm not going below ten miles per hour. This is an attempt to save your own life <clears throat> and not be carjacked and. Robbed and murdered. Oh, yeah, they might jump in at this stop sign. <laughs> that's right. So there's a rolling speed that's acceptable for your own safety. Well, not only that, dude, so like, like a no turn on red sign in Chicago is like, okay, I won't turn left on red, but I'm still turning right. Because <laughs> <laughs> people, people will just go or turn left on red. Like, nobody cares. I do a few left on reds in the early morning hours. Yeah. In yeah. places, in industrialized places where there is zero traffic whatsoever. Well, the point is here, the cops, they, they're not even, dude, they're, nobody's enforcing traffic. No, this is a huge phenomenon and a huge issue here in Colorado, actually. I was reading an article the other day how they are they believe that the increase in traffic accidents going on here has everything to do with the fact that the cops are so defunded that they must concentrate their efforts towards real crime happening in the inner city part of uh denver and that they don't have enough time to be truly uh, enforcing traffic laws and therefore people are driving recklessly uh because they know there's less cops and that's causing an increase, you know, in accidents and deaths. You know how they uh, they finished the Jane Byrne interchange? That's right, man. So you can tell who the locals are, who like actually is from Chicago now, because it's it is gridlock track. Like I mean, it's bumper to bumper downtown. Oh yeah. But then you see one lane moving, and you're like, why is that lane moving? I can see the sign where it says the lane is merging. <laughs> Everybody's ignoring the merge. And that lane just becomes another lane on the shoulder. <laughs> it's, la- <laughs> it's just another lane, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. Oh, man. What else is unbelievable is AOC's outrage for the abortion pill. Well, you know, uh, I think um, rulings like this, and I think we've seen from the FDA and and also from activity in Congress, that... Some of these rulings, there, I think we've been preparing and anticipating for there being these egregious overreaches um, by members of the judiciary appointed by a right-wing Republican Party, uh, whose goal for a very long time was to just pack these courts with partisan judges, often, uh, often underqualified or completely unqualified for these for their role, and so. There has been thought, I believe, given to this. Senator Ron Wyden has already issued statements, uh, for example, advising what we should do in a situation like this, which I concur, which is that I believe that the Biden administration should ignore uh, this ruling. I think that we, you know, 
the courts have the legitimate. So she's obviously an idiot, but here's the best part. She's on Anderson Cooper 360, and he's about to ask her some tough questions. I'm sure they're going to be hard-hitting. Oh, yeah, he's got some curveballs. Uh, Miss Ch- Che, are you going to wear the Ms. white dress again, or are you going to go with, like, a sun yellow? Miss Che. When you Ch- visit the border? Miss Che as in A.O. Che? Oh, that's fantastic. A-O-Che? I like that a lot. Yes, Miss Che. <laughs> Or is it Miss Checks? I don't want to offend. Oh, See? yeah. No, Miss Ch- Ch- oh, And they rely on the legitimacy of their rulings. And what no, it they is are Che. currently doing is yeah, engaged it's A-O-J. in an unprecedented and dramatic erosion of the legitimacy of the courts. They, it, it is the justices themselves, through the deeply partisan and unfounded nature of these rulings, that are undermining their own enforcement. So you're saying the Biden administration should ignore this court, but what does that look like? What does that actually mean? You know, I think the interest- Uh, Here it comes, a whole lot of stupid. Yeah! (laughs) I can't wait for this one. Is that it relies on- Hold on, stop right there. This is legal (laughs) advice from a waitress. (laughs) No, this is my favorite part. This is coming from a person who has- no experience, really. Ted She's... Cruz, the Harvard-educated lawyer, is a moron. <laughs> yes, but we shall listen. Let's get the legal advice, legal, legal expertise from this waitress from New York. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hero of the Republic, yeah. <laughs> Future president, man. And Ayo it checks. is up to the Biden administration to enforce, to choose whether or not to enforce such a ruling. But is that, do we want to live in a world where the a government can decide to ignore a federal well, court Well, no, ruling. of course. I mean, I, I do think that this, that it raises it a, these important questions. And I do think that when we look at, and there are uh, serious questions that the FDA and, and the Biden administration is going to have to figure out and how exactly we map this out. But on the other hand, what we are also seeing is it is a power grab over our courts in which the laws passed by Congress and the rules and, and policies passed by the executive branch now are going to require unanimous consent from 650 district court judges, lar- many of which are appointed uh, with even, you know, the American Bar Association saying that they're completely unfit for the role. Unfit for the role, kind of like someone who was a bartender and a waitress and uh, doesn't seem like they're... <laughs> All that fit for the role. You know, AOC, you seem to apply more energy to wearing a fancy, catchy dress that says tax the rich. (laughs) But uh, you're the one who's rich. And you got rich through being in Congress, like you all do, because you guys are a part of an elite society that doesn't exist in our reality, the rest of us, the 99%. And the next question the journalist should ask is, oh, Ms. Aoche, that's a very good answer. Uh, I just have one question. What qualifies the 30-year-old representative who was a waitress four years ago? (laughs) What qualifies her to judge whether or not an educated lawyer who became a judge is is qualified or not for that role? (laughs) What makes you qualified to judge their qualifications? That's right. Right? Yeah. Last time I checked, you're good at TikTok. She's very good at TikTok, and uh, she likes to make those catchy videos where it cuts back and forth and closer to her face and then away, and she makes the goofy eyes, and, you know, she's really good at that stuff. Yeah. Well, that's about it. Uh, I like that she's next fired time, up. Next time we want to make a big deal out of nothing, we'll give you a call, and you can throw it up on TikTok. Yes, but, I'm excited uh, for and that. And, you when know. it comes to the legal legal cases, leave it up to the lawyers and the judges. And here's the thing about Congress <clears throat> and what's going on there and people like AOCHE uh, and all the goofballs on both sides of the aisle. We're talking about the same institution that has, uh, what, Swalwell and Matt Gates, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a bunch of nut jobs. Lauren Boebert out of here in oh, Colorado. Got Marjorie Taylor Green. There's a lot Ooh. of goofballs on both sides. You know, we don't talk about them a lot on the show, but 
I got a little bit of Ron DeSantis discussing his time. I didn't realize he had served three terms in Congress prior to being governor of Florida. And uh, he's got some insight on how Congress works, how the people like AOCHE are operating and the teams that they're on and why nothing really seems to actually get done in Congress. Right? We pass a bunch of bullshit laws. They cram through stuff that never actually is helping out the American public. But then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, what does that bill say? Oh, we're taking away all your rights and freedoms and monitoring everything you do on the Internet. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So <laughs> don't think too don't much. Don't think too much. So, uh, you know, kind of, you know, fortunately, we got guys like Ron DeSantis out there still uh, telling the real deal. Maybe he's controlled opposition. It's possible. I know he was a JAG lawyer, okaying torturing techniques down in Guantanamo Bay. There's a good chance he's CIA. Who cares? At least he says what I'm thinking and what most of us are thinking. And it's, well, refreshing, right? To have a guy like DeSantis out there as opposed to Trump or Pelosi or Biden or any of the other nutjobs who aren't connecting to the rest of us. Yeah. It's nice to have DeSantis, the torture expert, telling us the real deal. <laughs> well, look, I mean, I think, so I was, a, I was a U.S. congressman for three terms. I've recovered from that experience. Don't worry. But what happens is, is you have a government that's on autopilot. So they will either do massive omnibus spending bills which nobody really reads or has any idea what's in it, or they will do what's called continuing resolutions, which just keeps the government going, uh, whatever the previous year's levels of appropriations were. The problem with that is that, that they're never using that number one constitutional power they have, the power of the purse, to rein in these administrative agencies. And so you have something like DOJ and FBI. Well, if you never hold them accountable, through the legislative process, either through through law or through through budget, of course power is going to accumulate there. You've also had kind of a trope that a lot of Republican presidents have accepted over the years that DOJ and FBI are, quote, independent uh, of the White House. And first of all, these people have guns. They can put you in jail. Saying they're independent means they're unaccountable. No, they are executive branch agencies that report to the elected president of the United States. And uh, an executive, elected executive, absolutely has to use Article II power uh, to hold those agencies accountable. So uh, I think you've had we elected uh, an executive exactly. branch that's not wanted to do anything to reel them in by holding them accountable and getting involved in what they're doing. Uh, and then I think you've had a Congress uh, which has just totally given up on using the purse strings and it's almost like these agencies just have a right to operate infinitum when you send infinitum am i an idiot or is it really uh, inf- his, you know yeah, i think he, that's a real <laughs> word he's he's a, he's very smart well smart people I, also I, I, do this thing where they take like i thought it was infinitum no infinitum i think that's more of a dialect thing well uh i I've always noticed very smart people will pick a particular word and say it in a weird way that you've never heard pronounced. <laughs> and I think it's a trick to make yourself sound way smarter than everyone else. And so all Dude. the rest of us retards are like, infinitum? Oh, you know, wow. you know what's making You know what's making a weird, like, come, like, I don't even know what's a come, you know what's a weird word now amongst, like, no. Like, no. like the like the snobby Northsiders I, I and like can't all the eggs in Boys Town. <laughs> oh, I thought we were rolling. All right, yeah. Uh, aluminium. Excuse me. No. <laughs> Al- aluminium, Frank. Baking powder. Uh, You're a coke can. Hey, can you hand me that aluminium can? Oh, this aluminum can. Excuse me, while I will Smith you in the face <laughs> right now for speaking aluminium. that way. Aluminium. <laughs> aluminum aluminium i i want to slap the shit out of everybody that says it. if you're from australia or some shit fine but in america we've always said aluminum yeah i'm not into this aluminium 
<laughs> no, I think you're adding too many eyes there, buddy. Yeah, I feel weird saying it, actually. I think my yeah. uh, nuts just shriveled up into my body as it came out. Yeah. Oh, that's the first step to the tranny surgery. They have you say <laughs> aluminum ten times. Now repeat after me, top of mind. Top of mind. Aluminium. I'm using the purse strings, <laughs> and it's almost like these agencies just have a right to operate infinitum infinitum when you send that signal over many decades it's just human nature they are going to abuse their power i mean the founders would have predicted that in a new york minute so i think that a lot of this is an abdication of congress if you're scared of a quote government shutdown above all else because you're worried about some bad news cycles just understand you're putting that i would say very small political impulse ahead of doing your duty to, to ensure that our apparatus is constitutionally accountable. I'd rather have the fight uh, to try to discipline the agencies and let the chips fall where they may than just allow the status quo to continue in the direction that it has gone in. Yeah! yeah there's a reason you won't see clips of that speech. <sighs> this guy's going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> He's already lost the election. He's not even going to make it through the primaries, man. Talking like uh, that. You lost that infinitum. I didn't hear any Pocahontas or Lock Her Up. Uh, you know, there's no MAGA. This guy is no, a loser. Huge. It's going to be huge, huge. <laughs> he didn't talk about China. Uh, China. He didn't mention You're anything. not winning bigly. I mean, are we? I want a guy that's going to win bigly, guy. Can we do things bigly? And, uh, you know, <laughs> I want to make it all great again. This guy doesn't sound like he's talking about making things great again. He's using all these big words, infinitum. What the fuck is that, dude? I can't pronounce that. No, no, no. I want a MAGA, baby. Let's MAGA. See how it works? The, the politics are just so geared to the fucking dummy now. You know, like, you can't have a guy like Ron DeSantis oh, no, no. run be, successfully. Dude, it's it's be, got to be the MAGA f retard. Because it's he, be, dude, it's become it, the class president election. Yes. That's what exactly... Yes. I, I just can't believe Trump is even in the running at this point. We, we've we seen his hand. We know who this guy is. It's the class clown who fooled us once. We're going to really go yeah. down that road again? Like, come on. We got a guy using words like infinitum. Can we get this guy in the White House? The current guy can't even put a sentence together. I know he promised you Taco Tuesday three times a week. <laughs> but it's, it's Taco Tuesday because it's Tuesday. You can't have it three days a week. Well, let's get in the guy who brings in Taco Infinitum, man. I'm obsessed with Infinitum. <laughs> obsessed. This should just be his banner. Ron DeSantis, Infinitum. Taco Tuesday, we go Infinitum. <laughs> You'll be eating tacos Infinitum. <laughs> you want to shoot guns at Bud Light? You could do it with Ron DeSantis, Infinitum. Infinitum. I'm a huge fan of this word. It's my favorite new word. <laughs> if everyone was paying attention last month, it was kamikaze. Now it's infinitum. Infinitum. Somebody has a word a day calendar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why he's so smart. He's got the word a day. I. Word oh a day. man, I'm an idiot. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't the law school. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, not the, that. The best criticism I, I, I've heard of uh, uh, DeSantis, and I think it's what's going to lose him the election, to be honest with you. Is, dude, even we're laughing about it. He, he tries really hard to be like the average guy. I'm your average guy. You, you talking know? about DeSanctimonious? Come on, man. He's like, I he kind of wants to be that every guy. But at That's the same right. time, you're using words like infinite. You need to That's really right. just... <laughs> You need to really lean into the fact that you are better than us. You could have said you're forever, bro. Us. You could have just said forever. <laughs> yeah, no, you're smarter than you're not Trump. We liked Trump because he was one of us dummies. You're yes. smarter. You're better. You need to really lean into the fact that you're going to be our guy who represents us. Yes. Even though you're smarter. No, you absolutely. Know? Right now, what we need is the young, smart guy who says words like infinitum when he's infinitum. up there on the stage because yeah. it's infinitumly better than everything we've had before him. 
So let's yes. do this. Let's get some smart guys up there. We need some smart people running the show because the ship is sinking fast, man. It, and I've it, said it before. I'll say it again. Solely based on the fact that he served our military, he deserves it more than Biden or Trump. 100%. You can't be the commander-in-chief of the goddamn military. You never serve. One thing you learn in the Army is you can never lead until you have followed. Oh, great call, my man. That's why you start as a private. That's right. Absolutely. Good call. You gotta learn how to follow before you can lead. man and speaking of running for president there is a fellow who has thrown his hat in the ring and uh he's a bit controversial uh definitely on the other side when it comes to promoting vaccines he's uh you know been one of the few really kind of pushing against the man mandatory uh vaccinations and kind of speaking some truth about what was in them uh Kennedy's running for president, Mike, and you gotta hear how Jake Tapper presents the news. I thought you were gonna talk about Crispy. This just into CNN. Anti-vaccine quack Robert F. Kennedy Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, Jake! Tell us how you really feel, dude! Holy shit! Holy shit, dude! (laughs) CNN, you know why no one's watching? Oh my god, shit like this, dude. (laughs) <laughs> Yo, and why don't you give me your partisan opinion, please? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I want to know how you really feel. Let's do it one more time from the top, <laughs> baby. Don't give me this neutral bullshit, man. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Anti-vaccine quack Robert Kennedy Jr. has with the Federal Election Commission to run for president as a Democrat. Yes! In launching his presidential bid, Kennedy is the latest in a long line of family members. Here we go. It's get, it gets juicy. Politics. Uh, so far, only Marion Will- Williamson, who last month launched her second long shot campaign, has entered the Democratic primary against Biden. Kennedy is such a health care menace. In 2019, menace. even his cousins wrote an op-ed criticizing his anti-science views on life-saving Anti-science. vaccines. <laughs> wow, oh my god man. that's a little bit of propaganda folks enjoy it a oh, spoonful a little bit of state tv there <laughs> oh, jesus christ anti-vax and anti-vax quack thank you for watching this segment of jake tapper brought to you by pfizer pfizer <laughs> oh yeah see you later youtube suck it what the fuck man yeah, man. Look, Jake, I know you took the boosters, all right? You look like it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you fell for the program. You're a part of the machine, though, and when you're a part of the machine, you take the shots. Would you know what everybody let slip under the rug? <laughs> no. The CDC announced that you don't, you don't need more than three. There's no point more than three. They're actually telling well, people, don't take it. You shouldn't take yeah. any more shots. It's so what about the people you. that got five because that's what you told them? Those people are all having serious health issues. As was predicted by uh, people like Robert Kennedy. The quack. Oh, the anti-vax quack. Dude, the, the quack. fucking quack, man. The quack. Jake Tamper, what have you done in your life? I'm replacing infinitum with quack as my favorite word of the month. <laughs> 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 I mean, come on. Quack, dude. Are you kidding me? He's running for president. He's a Kennedy. Like, he's not insane. He's, he might be part of a, you know, unfortunate he's bloodline. Always... Like, all uh, bad fact, stuff uh, happens to the Kennedys, man. Yeah, the fact that he thinks he can win is kind of insane. Well, here's the thing. He gets to go up on that stage if he gets enough pull and... He can say some of the things he's been saying on Joe Rogan or these right wing podcasts, um, you know, that he'll be able to bring it to a national level. An awareness. Yeah. 
because you know what the country needs also more than anything? We need to vote in a leader who is against all the mandatory bullshit with COVID. For sure. And there's one guy. That's it. Everyone else yeah. locked down, man. Hard. For a long time. Masked the kids. Forced Trump the vaccines. The one that started it, man. Yeah. That's why I don't think Trump stands a, a chance in this election. I do think that there's going to be some sort of pushback now that we're seeing all the effects of the vaccination program, of the lockdowns, the emotional and psychological effects that they've had on the youth. Uh, we fucked yeah, some people up. You're not, not going to see anything happen. No, well, what's going to happen, right? We're going to get Dinesh D'Souza, dude. They're going to bring out uh, 50,000 mules, man. It's all <laughs> over. You thought 2,000 oh, mules was bad. They brought 16,000 to Chicago. <laughs> yes, dude. They just bring all their mules left and right, and they, uh, they sway the elections. So nothing we can do, no matter how outraged anyone is. Do, do you know what's really funny about the Chicago uh, mayoral election? Are you believing it was rigged? Oh, no. But all right. because it was literally Democrat against Democrat, right? No Republican stands a chance. So all the people that voted for Vallis and Loss are Democrats. They're the ones who are, like, asking, you know, they're like, my God, did, do you think there was something funny about this election? <laughs> <laughs> do you think they did something with the votes? Oh, blasphemy. <laughs> Why would they do something in this election but not 2020? So you're saying people generally wanted Vallis, but it seems like the thing went more in favor of what the World Economic Forum wants. No, the people who live in my neighborhood wanted Vallis. And they can't believe that people voted for the other guy because they never go and visit the other neighborhoods. Oh, I see. I work in every neighborhood, so I know exactly why the other guy won. I know why Johnson won. Alrighty. Well, Chicago, <laughs> Chicago made national news, man, for the outcome of this election, and not in a good way. People, I think, were disappointed in the people of Chicago and how they voted, but it does make sense because Chicago essentially, like New York and L.A. and San Francisco, experienced white flight. And the businesses oh, yeah. and the people left, and what's, what is left behind are those who will vote in favor of these types of politicians, like this guy Johnson, a known Marxist, uh, who is going to bring it on with even more extreme versions of what Chicago experienced with Lori Lightfoot. So oh, yeah. welcome. You're welcome. Enjoy it. That's what we you don't get. Want, we don't, Frank, we don't want some quack like RFK. No, no quacks. Like Kennedy. No quacks like Kennedy. We want, <laughs> we want a bitch that's going to raise the bridges, shut down the city, <laughs> oh, make you fucking show your papers to get into a restaurant. You're not vaccinated? Well, guess what? You can go to the window in the back and get your food from there. That's you can't right. come into the restaurant. <laughs> you know? Yes, man. And in the meantime, you know what? We're going to pay reparations for black people. Why? Well, because in the 1940s, we made them go to the back window to get their food, and they couldn't come into the restaurant. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100 years ago, folks. Over 100 yeah. years ago. Uh, well, you know. Time heals, I guess, maybe, maybe not, or we just got to keep resurrecting all the bullshit and uh, keep rolling with the punches. Uh, Speaking of uh, rolling with the resurrecting everything, dude, I saw an article from like 1920s about climate change. Yes. But do you know what their biggest fear back then was? I think it was the Ice Age. Cooling terrified that we were going to go into a cooling. It seems cooler out. We've been on average cooler here in Colorado. Hmm. We're getting hot. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. cl climate change is being blamed for everything. I cannot wait for you to explain. How is it affecting the home run derby? Oh, it's not the derby. It's affecting home runs, Mike, because, you know, we have to... <laughs> How is it we have to blame everything on climate change these days. <laughs> I got to know. And I'm going to tell you, you know, 
the home run <laughs> phenomenon of the last 20 years has nothing to do with the fact that the MLB admitted to juicing baseballs and making <laughs> balls that fly faster, no, harder. Nothing to, nothing to do with the fact that Barry Bonds was walking around with 36-inch arms. <laughs> we were juicing players, juicing balls. Everything was juiced. No, no, no. That didn't have anything to do with <laughs> monster home run rates skyrocketing compared to other areas. Nothing. No, Mike, it's climate change. A surprising oh. reason tonight why we're seeing more home runs at major league games. Not the fastballs. Instead, call it a climate change-up because a new study out tonight says warmer temperatures helped at least 500 more hits clear the fence from 2010 to 2019, according to Dartmouth College Research. The oh. This guy's an idiot. It's a longer clip. Oh, but- my God. I would love, I got to see the research from Dartmouth <laughs> College about how climate change affected 500 home runs. It's not true. This is a bullshit story this guy this is dartmouth college i the dude is an idiot and it's amazing that he is contributing this change based on the temperature change uh the increase of the heat in thin air places like he uses denver as a as a prime example uh denver is historically known as the home run ballpark that's why no pitchers want to sign here that's number one but number two what this dartmouth uh is that where he's from what this uh sophisticated elite forgets to equate into all of this math of his uh is that the (laughs) base the mlb admitted to juicing baseballs and by juicing baseballs, I mean they create, yeah. they wound the balls in a way that made them bounce in a more significant manner. So this was a huge complaint from pitchers for several years over the last decade that d- during day games, they had the normal stitched, normal wound ball. And at night prime time games, they were playing with a different ball, one they couldn't grip as easily and one that bounced off the bat on contact with more of a spring to it. And it flew out of the ballpark. They juiced the balls, man. Nothing. And they juiced the players. And not only juiced the players. That's right. Not only juiced the players, dude. In 1970s, you just got the guy who was the best high school ball player. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was the ball player. Now these guys are being like from from like middle school, maybe even earlier, they're being specially trained and worked out. You know what I mean? And developed Absolutely. through the years. Oh it's yeah. It's like a totally different program. You know what I mean? It's just so funny that they would say, Oh, like, it, it, you over know, 10 it would years. be if it, it would be one thing if it was just baseball. But then how do you explain, like, the quarterbacks in the NFL? How do you explain the NBA? There's a progression <laughs> in every sport. You know what I mean? Yes. Climate change is the reason. Yeah, man, it's hotter. It's you know, thinner air. Do you know what's man, really on. bothering me about this? <laughs> this is Dartmouth College is a college neither one of us could ever get into. I could hardly pronounce it. I don't even know how to spell <laughs> I can't even spell it, dude. They wouldn't even look at our application ever. <laughs> and this is the kind of bullshit they're putting it out. Some yeah. fucking doctorate who's going to tell you that, oh, well, the global, the global climate was raised by 0.9 degrees, and that caused 500 <laughs> extra home runs over a 13-year... Go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah, but here's the funny part about it, uh, about this smart guy, right? This idiot over here behind the microphone knows better than this moron who put all this... Time and effort into studying this bullshit because I read a fucking article in Sports Illustrated where they did a, an investigation behind the baseball uh, problem, and it was true. It ended up being totally true. Everyone reported on it. The yeah. MLB admitted it. They were juicing the balls. Like it wasn't climate change uh, to blame for an increase in home runs over the last 10 years. It was poor ratings and the MLB needed to juice the ratings. So they juiced the balls and yes, they stopped testing the players. And they let the players juice a little bit stronger. Of course, right. of course, man, look I'm at gonna give you two, I'm going to give you two, two outcomes, two, two things, two uh, things that happen. More home runs. You not getting laid. <laughs>